ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We're here to talk about this past week in wrestling, which was all kinds of shaking going on. So we're going to talk about the new Raw, the new SmackDown Live, the same 205 Live, same NXT. Well, I mean, a little different. Some people left NXT. And, uh, of course, we got next week, John, a pay-per-view that's going to be good but also bad. It's going to be the worst. I'm Owen. That's John. Joined, as always, by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's that cool. We are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozone online and YouTube somewhere. I don't know. Search pro wrestling dot cool. You'll probably find it. Hey, John. I don't really care what. We're shaking things up. It's not, we're not okay. on YouTube. All right, cool. We are on another service for the first time, John. We're on Mixer. Oh, I see. So if you want to watch us on Mixer with the fast latency, I don't, I don't know how Mixer works. It's Microsoft stuff. We're at the Ozone on Mixer. So this is your big shakeup that you had like hyped up to me. I thought it was going to be something crazy and, and weird, but it's, we're it's, just on a different streaming service. Yeah, we got rid of YouTube, and now we're on a different service. That's, I mean, we traded YouTube for Mixer. It's different. I dislike you. I, I didn't say it was going to be a But I don't thing. dislike the audience. And... Because I like you so much, I'm going to tell you that we are monitoring our chats at Twitch and apparently Mixer, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to look at that chat. Probably Owen will, though. I'm definitely going to be looking at the Twitch chat and our Twitter at the heel turn. So send us your questions and your comments, and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. Fuck me up, man. What'd I do? I, you were all like, oh, this drop mix game is cool, it's fine, you should, I don't know, maybe check it out or something. Yeah, I did that look at ago. how many fucking cards I have now. John, I did that months ago. I don't know why you caught, caught up to you suddenly, because you went to PAX. Because it's, well, for one, it's not being $100, which helped. Yeah. For two, I mean, yeah, then I actually saw how it works. And then you and got was a G.I. Like, Joe card. I did get the G.I. Joe card and the Pyre card. Yes. And now I have, like, way more cards. It's I mean, amazing. I know I'm not, you know, fucking impressing you here, considering that you have everything, basically. Uh-huh. But uh, let me let me run down the complete list of what I have for you. So I currently have... Uh, Sorry, this iPad is being weird. So I have, you know, the base set that comes with the, the 60 cards, the four playlists. Mm-hmm. I currently have uh, the Derby, the Flawless, and the Lucky playlists. Mm-hmm. What I bought. I, um, I, I, I have got, Lucky coming on Friday. I have at my parents' house, uh, waiting for me to pick them up, uh, Mirrors and Ouroboros. Mm-hmm. I ordered bomb that hasn't showed up yet. That's probably gonna sh- that might show up by the end of the week though. I ordered Astro. I don't know when that's coming. Nice. I ordered Chiller, but that doesn't come out until June. Correct. Amazon exclusive. I'm missing one pack 
from each of series one and two of the Discover sets. That's the worst when you're only missing one. Yep. Especially because, like, the one I'm, like, one of the ones I'm missing is the one that is fucking, I can't go for that. No can do. It's, let me, let me just tell you, it's the best card for freestyle. You could have just left it at the best card. I mean, especially just for freestyling. It's real good. Again, you could have just left it at the best card. It's Hall Notes we're talking about here. Fair. And yeah, I discovered, I ordered all of season three because I could do that. Oh, what the fuck did you do to me? I'm thinking about spending over $50 on a fucking Transformers card. No, John, we have people that could just give you one. Also, you could have gotten one at PAX because apparently at the thing they had some extra Transformers at the their booth thing and they were giving them to people, so. Well, I didn't know that. We Spoilers, we have friends who work in harmonics. They can, I'm aware, they but I feel you. bad about asking them for no, it. No, don't feel bad. They love to help people. They want people to play the game. All right, I'm going to go in this Discord. Make well, this don't happen. do it now. We're doing a podcast now, John. Come on. I'm going to tell them to listen to Heel Turn and also give me a Transformers card. Okay, then tell them we're on Mixer. Mixer's new. Okay, I'll tell them we're on Mixer. I'm, I'm going to try doing Mixer more because uh, I had a friend who was like, yeah, I'm thinking of trying Mixer instead of Twitch because there's low latency and stuff. And I'm like, okay, we'll give that a shot. So hopefully some people check us out over at Mixer. If they're tuning in live, that is. If you're on the podcast version, it can't help you. But yeah, John, you should instead spend your money on a game called Fortnite. Because that's nope. a game I'm playing. No, I'm good. I really like Fortnite because I'm getting better at it. I'm figuring out how the mechanics work more. And I'm, you know, the the thing about the Battle Pass, if you buy the Battle Pass, you also get like a bunch of different challenges, which are super fun to do. Like killing people in certain places, using certain things, finding like hidden dance floors on the map to dance to, finding hidden gnomes. Landing on bullseyes, climbing mountains, and planting your flag there. Also, apparently there's a comet in the sky right now. And the rumor is at the end of the season, it's going to crash in Tilted Towers and destroy it. Okay. So that's cool. So yeah, this game's fun. Hopefully next season you join me in the Battle Pass and we can have more fun. I might I might try streaming that game more. It's cool. John, what are you doing? Are you pestering people on the yeah. internet? Well, do you want to head into uh, the wrestling news? I mostly just want this Transformers card. Now that you've told me that there's a way I can get it. More than Misa I. It's a pretty good card. Yeah, I'm going to press the wrestling news jingle, and we're going to get rolling. Hey, John. I don't want to hear this news, Owen. It's sad news, but you got to hear it. Do I have to? Yeah, because it's important. Bruno San Martino passed away today at the age of 82. 
He was quite old. He was also very good shape, so... He was in very good shape. I don't know... WWE really helped him out. I don't know the circumstances behind... Uh... What, how he passed away. I don't think that information's out right now, but, um, yeah. I'm going to go with old. Yeah, okay. I mean, the man was 82. Like, in terms of this industry, we're talking about someone that's basically a dinosaur. Fair. But I have a special connection to him because, one, he's from, you know, well, he wasn't originally from, but he moved to uh, Pennsylvania. So he was a native around here. And right, uh, in the territories, he used to sell at Madison Square Garden like hundred something times. He did. And I got to see his last time selling out the garden at the 2013 Hall of Fame. Which, right, then. If you're at my Twitter, at Ozo, and I posted some pictures from it. Because that was such a great speech, and the stories he told were incredible. And he's just an awesome guy. So I'm I'm gonna miss something. He's a huge part of building WWE to what it is today, and it's a real loss for the wrestling world. It is quite sad. I have. I'm not gonna say that I have like a whole lot of connection to him, but mm-hmm. like you know, I, I definitely from the things, little bits I've seen, like you know, I, I understand his you know serious connection that he had to this business and like to you know basically making WWF like an important like regional player here and you know controlling New York and yeah it's very sad and mm-hmm. condolences to his family and everything indeed uh this next bit of news I don't have written here because I it's kind of old news but still important that uh, the Andre the Giant uh, documentary came out last week yeah it did I I have not watched it I've I've heard from people that is good though I watched it today Okay, what'd you think? It's good and bad. All right, let's. What's the good? Well produced, great stuff about his early life and like getting into wrestling and all that, and then you know him failing at the end, and you know, and they had the cast of the Princess Bride in there too, talk steering stories. It was really well produced, despite the fact the that despite the fact that Kevin Dunn was an executive producer. The bad. Bill, what are you doing, buddy? You you want to guess what the bad is? And who it involves? I have heard some people, namely my parents who've watched it, uh, say that he is not that bad. I don't believe it. What the fuck did Hulk Hogan do this time? Oh, see, it's, a, it's not the fact that, you know, he came off as bad. If you're watching it and not having insider information about the situation, namely stuff that Dave Meltzer had mentioned about. Well, it. I don't know anything about what Dave Meltzer's mentioned, so why don't you oh, tell me? Oh, fun, fa- fun fact, he's in the, in the documentary. This part, oddly enough, oh, he doesn't comment on because it's a bunch of bullshit. And it's clearly it's bullshit. Uh, so, a big part of the thing is talking about the rise of Hulk Hogan and the whole setting up the WrestleMania 3 match. Yeah. Which, there is some truth to some of the facts, like the fact that Andre the Giant was failing in health and not being able to like, do much in the ring. The 
bullshit part is the fact that they were talking about, oh, leading up to the match, they didn't know the finish. They didn't know if Andre was going to put Hulk Hogan over. Oh, yeah, of course they're still doing that bullshit. And like, oh, no, he doesn't know if he's going to do the job. It's like, Andre's a fucking professional. This is the biggest main event in, like, wrestling history. No. None of this is true. Of course it's not true. It's it's not about it being, like, you know, it's it's the fucking tall tale fable of it, of, like, like uh, you, you know, it, they're not saying, like, oh, we didn't think that Andre was actually going to do the job as much as it's, like, oh, you know, Andre was so big and tough that if he didn't want to do the job, well, it's, like, no, well, no, nothing no, we can John, do you here. Don't, you don't understand. They went on about this for a long time. Really? Like, talking about, for weeks and weeks, Hogan was asking him backstage about it and like saying like do we have a finish and him and Andre saying no and up until like the in the middle of the match giving the finish and also the fact that Hogan's like yeah I wrote down the notes to detail the whole match and how it would play out and they showed the notes that looked pristine and totally like he just wrote them for the documentary I I think I don't know. I, I had read something that had suggested that it the way they did it might not have been clear, but like that they that they had said at one place or at one point that it was Hogan not Hogan rewrote the notes from memory. Yeah, but the fact they didn't, but they're them trying to play it up added to the fakeness of this whole thing. I see. Okay, and it just came off as come on. This documentary didn't need this. Also, we don't need Hulk Hogan taking up a quarter of the whole thing. Get out of here. So yeah, it was. I wasn't a fan. This company does love their Hulk Hogan, even if they they know better than to give him to us in full and adulterated form. The, the rest of it, though, I liked. So overall, I'd give it a thumbs up, and I recommend seeing Andre documentary on if you had right, HBO. The- well, I do, so perhaps I will watch that instead of last week tonight. Excellent. Uh, now back to the actual notes that we had prepared. Uh, do you want to know details about Brock Lesnar's contract? Oh, so that's who you meant by this asshole in the nose. Because who else would I get it? Who else? I mean, that can apply to a lot of people. Yeah, but who who has a big contract situation that just happened at WrestleMania. Dolph Ziggler. No, no, he's... There's no contract information. He hasn't re-signed. Who gives, who gives a shit? <laughs> Not me. Yeah, so, uh, Brock Lesnar, last time we talked, I said, yeah, it's a short-term deal, and he has the ability to fight in the UFC in it. Right? This is correct, yes. Do you want to know... How short-term this contract is? Uh, I'm going to venture a guess and say until the day after they leave Saudi Arabia. Nope, not that short, dude. Come on. SummerSlam. Okay. So yeah, it's not even a full-year contract. They just wanted to get extra dates out of him and... He hasn't gone back into the USADA testing yet for his UFC stuff, so I don't know what the deal is with that. 
the rumor is that he's going to fight the winner of the Cormier match in UFC, so sure. Brock Lesnar's an asshole. That's actual punchy fights. I don't care. It's true. That's. I don't want to watch people actually beat each other up. I want to watch true. them fake beat each other up Hold and then on, actually John. fuck each other up. Because you want to see I... the UFC sh- fight that's going to be in Chicago. Because the CM Punk is going to get his ass beat for reals again. It's going to be real funny. I do want to see CM Punk get his ass kicked again. I'm not going to lie. Right? Yeah, all right. You got me there. Mm-hmm. Hey, that should be, that should be a fun one. So, uh... Also, so uh... what? Short House in the chat, in the in the Mixer chat, our new oh. thing, says, See, a pug is indeed going to get his ass beat. Damn right he is. It's going to be hilarious. It really is. It's going to be brutal, and it's going to be pretty funny, if I'm not... If I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. So, uh... That's all I got for uh, news, unless you got something. Wrestling sucks. No. Wrestling sucks if you have to cover Monday Night Raw. So wrestling sucks. And that's because... The Superstar Shake-Up happened. Hey, John. I dislike you. I'm gonna read off this list, and you're gonna be upset... I'm going to read it off anyway, because the people got to know how bad Raw got it. Which, to be fair, you guys kind of screwed SmackDown last time, so I think it's fair. Also, I have an interesting theory about why this happened, which I'll tell you after I list these superstars. Well, let's hear it, Alan. So, for the Monday Night Raw, from SmackDown, they got Jinder Mahal and Sunil Singh. <sighs> They got the Riot Squad, which I am super stoked I don't have to deal with Liv Morgan. Uh, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Which I don't know how to feel about. I mean, I, I do... Look, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't want Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're the fucking best. I love them. They're so good. They're fucking great. I feel like... Resolving it in the way of just it being, oh, they're here because Stephanie overrid Kurt Angle as a fuck you to him. Like, I feel like the problem with this is that Stephanie is right. Like, Stephanie's always right. This is one of those things that's like, clearly the crowd is going to like Stephanie because they like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, which they should. They're fucking awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, say what you will about last week being Raw After Mania, like, weird dipshit crowd. Like... There is a reason that they were chanting fucking fight forever, Sammy and Kevin. There is a reason that they were really pissed off when it was a fucking double count out. Well, good news, you got them now. I, I'm glad about that. I just... I don't know. I, I hope they don't lean too much into the Stephanie brought me back in a way of just like, you know... I bet, I bet they won't. Any more than than they should, is all I'm saying. Because I don't want it to then turn into just, like, reminding people of, you know, Stephanie did a thing that was cool. I think they're just going to be assholes to Kurt Angle. And Which then, they should be. Because fuck Kurt Angle. Fair. Uh, here's one that I'm kind of bummed out that you guys got, but I get it because it makes perfect sense. Uh, Brizango. 
Yeah. You know why that makes sense? Because there's because we have three fucking hours, and you can actually get them on the television instead of on yeah, the website. Exactly. So you also got the Ascension, which is a package deal. I feel so that's that's fine. Sure. Okay. Sure. Fine. How about Natalia? Natalia was good on SmackDown. I I liked her as the the women's champion. Well, now she's paired up I, with Ronda Rousey. She is, and yo, I bet I know where this story's going. I think they're going to stay together for a while, because one, Natalia actually trained Ronda for realsies. It's true. And two, there's the whole connection between Hart Family and Roddy Piper. So. It's also true, but I'm just saying, what was Natty literally just doing? You think she stopped being the queen of black hearts? I feel like I don't think they're so. gonna I think they're gonna hold off on that and have them fight the riot squad for now. Because Absolution's not there anymore. Yeah, I guess so. Um Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Andrew I mean, McIntyre. Look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm throwing out there. I thought this segment was pretty cool. Not <laughs> liking Either of these, you can look at my notes and see how I referred to this segment, Owen, if you would like to tell the audience. No, I'm going to wait till we get to that, uh, till we get to talking about Raw. I mean, we can just talk about it right now. I'm just going to talk about the segment right now. All right, fine, go for it. I don't like these two idiots. I thought this segment was cool. That was, it was a legit surprise that Drew McIntyre came out and is back on Raw. But you know what this Good for him. You know what this means, though? What's that, Owen? You have 3MB now. I do have the entirety of 3MB. And you have the shield. I would not be surprised, I'm going to be honest, if uh, Ambrose comes back on SmackDown. Eh, I don't see it happening. Did it before. I know. I don't, I don't see it happening. At, at this point, considering how like freaking stacked SmackDown is right now, I don't think we need him. I think he would do better... Being with Rollins. Put that whole Rollins thing back together. I, Rollins is IC champion. You yeah, but also Ambrose is still out for a while, so. Yeah, I guess so. Um anyway, pray continue. I don't Aaron know. Corbin. This, I like the segment a lot. It was it was cool. Aaron I Corbin. don't like either of them as wrestlers at the moment though. John, I'm gonna keep saying Baron Corbin until you accept him into your life. No. This isn't happening. Baron Corbin. I'm so upset. Baron Corbin. No. No. All right, Just how- stop with him. Fine. Stop it. How about babyface Bobby Roode? God damn it. I was so. I, I, I want to say I was upset, but honestly, that's a lie. I was just deflated when he came out. I was just like, oh. Oh, it's you. I thought for sure okay. you were going to get somebody better than Bobby Roode. I thought for sure it was going to be Daniel Bryan. Yep. But nope. Fun fact about that, that was a last-second decision about Daniel Bryan. They almost moved him to Raw, but then they didn't. Which is a good thing for me. How about Mojo Raleigh? <sighs> All right. How about Zack Ryder? 
What about Mike Canellis? Sure, okay. I mean, he hasn't done anything in forever. How about... Is it going to be like when we got Paige in the draft? Or Summer Rae in the draft? No, Mike Canellis will, will do something. You got Phil Will time. he? You got Phil Time. When's the last time he did something on SmackDown? Uh, a couple weeks ago, right before the Andre Battle Royal. All right. Well, color me surprised. Also, he was in the Andre Battle Royal. Doesn't count. And the last thing, which is it was the last, the very last one they announced and bummed me out. This is the only one that really bummed me out. Is you getting Chad Gable and breaking up him and Benjamin, which I think is pretty weird. But okay. I mean, you fucked up and got and took the wrong. You bet on the wrong American Alpha member to be Kurt Angle's son. So now you're trying to fix it. I see what you're doing. I put him back with, put him back with Jason Jordan. Let's let's go. Jason Jordan is dead, Owen. That is true, but I mean, not actually, but kind I, of. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. Um, and that's it for Raw. SmackDown, oh boy, they got the Miz. Pretty, how how can you go wrong with the Miz? Especially so this week. I was gonna save it, but I'm gonna do it it now. You should you should save it. I'm not gonna save it. All right, fine. Lay it on me. Complain about the Miz. I don't know how I feel about them. All right, I, I guess we'll get to it in SmackDown, but I mean, how, how much Ms. Daniel Bryan stuff did they do this week? I'll tell you at the beginning of SmackDown. I think you'll be happy, because I think... Is it's, the answer none? No, there's some, but it's it's perfect. Like, I... Jeff Kiss on it, it's beautiful. Don't want them to do this. N- no. I understand not- it. I understand... If Daniel Bryan, Miz is going to be one of Daniel Bryan's first feuds, because... No, it's not. And I'll explain when we get to SmackDown, John. Don't worry about it. All right. Trust what they're going to do. SmackDown's going to do it right. Okay, I'm just saying, like, if they're smart, and this is the way I... They would not even fucking have a... They would not fucking have a match until fucking, like, Survivor Series. SummerSlam at the earliest. I was going to say SummerSlam, but yeah, okay. Um, Jeff Hardy. You could drag down. this shit out as long as possible and make it fucking awesome is all I'm saying. Don't worry, they will. John. If I, they were smart, they'll do it. John, Jeff Hardy. With the US title, because he beat Jinder Mahal for it. Uh, okay. He's going to revitalize the mid-card for SmackDown, which I'm super excited about, because for the longest time, it's been Bobby Roode, Randy Orton, and Jinder Mahal, and it's sucked the life out of me, so... Give a high-flying guy that everyone loves and have him feud with like a bunch of sh- shit heels, and I'm, I'm in. Let's let's go. Uh, Absolution is kind of like, well, duh, because you got the Rise Squad, so we'd get Absolution. Makes sense. And I'll be interested to see if they stay heel and kind of antagonize Paige for, you know, trying to abandon them. I'd like to see how that goes. Samoa Joe... The best, the best acquisition of the whole draft. Simone I don't Joe. want to talk about this. He's going to beat all the Raw people and take their belts. I'm into it. I don't know why he's going to take the red belt and bring it to the blue show, but whatever. He 
because he's fucking Samoa Joe and that's what he does. Why did you fucking take him from- ah? It's because so he can fight with all the other former TNA guys. That's why. But you gave me Bobby Roode! Yeah, he, yeah, I don't give a shit about Bobby Roode. If he's not a heel, who cares? Suck my dick. Big Cass came back and is on SmackDown. Hooray, my I'll, favorite wrestler. I'll, I'll talk to you about when I go to SmackDown, but I am on board with Big Cass. They, they're doing him correctly. Uh, how about... This was not... I'm giving one. you the most quizzical, skeptical face. This one was obvious. It's Asuka coming to SmackDown. Yeah, no shit. Uh, the Good Brothers coming to SmackDown. We're gonna maybe reform the club so with AJ Styles? For Balor Club, I guess. No, now they're gonna be the club with AJ Styles. Let's go. Um, this was an interesting one. The bar. I did not expect them to move over, but hey. Right, break them up and let's have them be single stars. Come on. Um, who else? I, I, I don't know about this. I mean, I do know how about this, which is, yeah, enjoy him. I'm also going to enjoy our truth. What's up? Enjoy him. I will. I'll talk to you. What he, I'll tell you later what he did. It was good. Now, here's one I'm super excited about. The, the, the last ones are all from NXT instead of Raw. The first one is Andrade Cien Almas with Zelina Vega. Yeah, they're cool. I'm, I'm glad about that. that I, this is the call-up that I expected, and I'm glad that it happened. It's, I, I'm very happy that they're moving up. And they're together, unlike the Authors of Pain who fucked it up. Yeah. And the other one is Sanity. And they're doing the fucked up thing by bringing up three of the four members and leaving Nikki Cross back in NXT. But they apparently have plans for her in NXT, the wrap-up, so... Sure. Give her an actual, like, serious feud and let's, let's see how it goes. Alright, I mean, that's a thing you could do, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And that's it for the shake-up. And Hooray! You may be wondering, like, yo... Why is SmackDown so fucking stacked right now? Because they have so much talent and it's only a two-hour show. What if I told you there's speculation that as part of this bullshit Fox deal that they're trying to put together, SmackDown may go to three hours? <laughs> to which I go, fuck. Can Enjoy! Can we cancel 205 Live then or move it to the other show? I just, no... Come on. I mean, most likely it'll happen after Raw then, because... That'd be good. Because if, if... Isn't the whole idea of the Fox plan that Raw goes on r actual-ass Fox for two hours, and then two of, and then fucking uh, SmackDown goes to F FS1? Perhaps. This is all speculation. We don't have any actual information yet, so... It'll be That's what I had heard the, their, that Fox's offer was. Fox also just moved Thursday Night Football to a different time on Thursdays. So, they're all kinds of weird with their scheduling. I thought that Thursday Night Football was on CBS. Yeah, this year it's on Fox. They they got the rights. 
Weird. It's going to be on Fox AS Fox. All right. I don't know. The Fox. I mean, wasn't it on CBS as CBS? Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't know. Football's weird. You ready to, to move on and talk about uh, Monday Night Raw? I mean, honestly, the problem is there's not much to talk about because all the fucking, like, good and interesting shit got fucking negated by SmackDown the next night. Fucking, oh. hey, cool, uh, Jeff Hardy won the U.S. Championship. That's that's cool. Maybe we'll see some good stuff here. Nope, he's gone. Hey, Samoa Joe's doing this cool shit with Roman Reigns, and yeah, we've seen them do stuff before, but, like, yo, Samoa Joe's fucking great. His shit with Roman Reigns has always been great. Like, let's see him do more. They're talking like they're gonna have a match at Backlash. Nope, never mind. Oh, also, John, you're doing a bad job of keeping track of the Twitch chat, because we've got some comments that have been coming in. Because Sorry, I'm lo- I've been looking at my notes. Our pal Core says that if SmackDown goes to three hours, he's only going to watch NXT and pay-per-views, and that's that's probably for the best. You're going to get the Core, best Core, let me tell you something, brother. That is what I would be doing if Owen wasn't basically holding me at gunpoint, making me watch this goddamn show. It's true. Someone has to watch Raw. No! It shouldn't be you people. John's, John's doing it for the people. No! He's a man of the people. I'm he's literally a hostage! So generous. He's so generous. Write these notes. John, tell, tell, tell me more about the uh, stuff that SmackDown fucked up for you. I mean, their whole fucking story has been, all right, we're going to have a uh, a big match at the Greatest Royal Rumble to decide who's going to be the next Raw Tag Team Championships, and or champions, rather, and the fucking bar gets a bye because they were the former champs, and here's this tournament. Decide who it's going to be. It's going to be a great match. Now the bar's on SmackDown. They're still in the match. It's... They're not going to win. Of course they're not going to win. They never were. They never were, but now it's fucking obvious that there's no way they're going to win. But what if they did? It wouldn't happen. What if Samoa Joe wins the Intercontinental title? Maybe he will. They keep not advertising this, but he's in a fucking four-way ladder match for the title. He is in a four-way ladder match. I don't know why they're not advertising this. They've they've advertised it. I've seen them say it. They're doing a real bad job of it, though. Maybe. I I was very confused when Samoa Joe talked about it. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, shit, you're in a... Matt, yeah, no, I, I heard them say it, and I was like, because I remember when they said it, I was like, oh shit, Samoa Joe? Samoa He's back? Joe. And also, they had Bailey and Sasha that they were advertising as like, this is gonna be, this could be the last time that they ever fight each other. You know, they gotta sort out their issues before one of them's gonna get traded, and neither of them get traded. So we're just gonna keep doing this shit. Forever. Thanks, Absolution, or fucking Riot Squad. Yep. Enjoy. No, I won't. Well, can I can I break up this uh, this anger by sharing you some fun clips from uh, the Monday Night Raw? Because I brought clips, and there are two of them, and they're both from Raw. All right. I mean, I, I, fine. 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to cheer you up. The first clip is uh, from the Finn Balor segment. Did you did you not notice something about Corey Graves during this? I was, I mean, I remember their their stupid conversation about how Finn was wearing blue. It was like, oh, is that a signal or something? And oh no, they, it's, it's much stupider. Here, why don't why no. don't you why don't you listen to this clip of Corey Graves during his entrance? Dallas, Dallas and Axel are looking for somewhere to hang out. The Bullet Club is for everyone. That would be Power Club. That's what I said. I got a speech impediment tonight. Are you Hearts. are you projecting again? Oh yeah. Oh, I remember when he said that. Yeah, that was good. Called him the Bullet Club. He's yep, the bullet, good old Bullet Club. Said the he said the word. Hmm? I thought I texted you that. I was like, ah, Corey said the word. Yeah. Well, I changed a little setting to see if they're going to get sued. Maybe this next clip you'll be able to hear more easily. Okay. And it's from the Brazongo versus Bar. Or not, not? No, it wasn't that. It was uh, when the Bar was on commentary for a match. For the Hardy Revival match. Yes. Let's see if you can hear this clip. I do have one more question. What, what, what does the bar mean? No! That means that we don't just set the bar. We are the bar. Right. What, no! does, what does that mean? It's... Please, Michael. I, but nonetheless, there's the side effect by Matt Hardy. Oh, Coach, they've been saying it for a year, though. Did, did you hear it? No, what do you say? Oh, man. I, I, I had to work. I had to fix this clip. No, stuff. I mean, I heard it. It's just I, I thought you were saying, like, I thought you were specifically talking about, like, the part that's muttered because I couldn't hear that part. You're like, you're like come on, man. Cole was like telling, telling uh, Coach, come on, man. Dude, don't, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't be a dick. It was good. It's like, yeah. I, I, I don't love, even know what he, why Cole's like, but what does that, or, you know, why Coach is like, but what does that mean? It's like... Because he's being an asshole. And they're, he's trying to put people on the spot. Like, dude, that's not cool. Don't do that. <laughs> don't ask stupid questions and then, like, demand answers when they try to blow it off because they can't have a good answer. God. Coach is the worst. I mean, also, I, I feel like here's the the right answer is... It means exactly what it sounds like, you idiot. Mm-hmm. We don't just set the bar. We are the bar. We're the thing you need to clear. What the fuck are you not understanding about that? Are you deaf? Apparently, yeah. I... I dislike Coach. Yeah. While we're on the subject, though, I will say... I am kind of into this weird Matt Hardy Bray Wyatt thing. And I think it's really right? weird that they made me like Bray Wyatt, even though they changed absolutely fucking nothing about Bray Wyatt. But he's happy now. I guess it's yeah, but that's like literally the only difference is that like he does the exact same shit, but he's sort of smiling and saying wonderful. Yeah, I mean, that's it's good. He's doing Matt Hardy shit. It's great. It's fucking bizarre. Is all I'm saying. I like it a lot. But it's fucking bizarre. 
That's raw. It it was actually a good episode. But the fact that SmackDown happened made all the fucking good shit completely inconsequential. So who cares? We got Bobby Roode and Bobby Lashley. Those are good things? You got all the Bobbies. Did Again, you see, did you see what Rusev those are tweeted? good things. Did you see what Rusev tweeted? No. He tweeted, it's like, now Raw has the, has the two Bobs. One of them is clearly going to lose their first name. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. So. Also, I, we, we didn't mention that in the news. Uh, the whole Rusev casket match bullshit happened. So. Yeah, that I don't know. That whole thing's weird. Yeah. By, by the way, the casket match with Rusev and Taker is back on. Which. That sucks. No, it's fine. No, Rusev's gonna get buried. That sucks. Yeah, and that, he, that's why he almost lost it, because he said that on Twitter. Do you really think that's why? No, I know that's why. He pissed somebody off with that, and they're like, you he, you went too far. You're but out. it was funny, and he, you know, said, bury me softly in the sense of, you know... Because he's going to get buried because he's going to get put in a fucking casket. And that's yeah. what you do with things that are in a casket. Oh, I, I no, I totally get it. It was funny. Just WWE sometimes doesn't have a sense of humor. They're idiots. Yes. However, you want to hear about SmackDown? Not really, but fine. SmackDown is good. Now, now let me explain to you what happened with The Miz. And why this is good. So... They had a a selfie promo with The Miz, as you do on SmackDown. Cool. And he's talking about... They have their great words on the side of the screen? Not not for The Miz, oddly enough. They did for The Bar, though. Great. But, uh, yeah, for The Miz, he's like, he's calling out to the crowd, do you want to see Danny Bryan punch me in the face? And the crowd cheered, and he said, and then he swung the camera around as he was talking, it's like, well, guess what? I'm in California because fuck you. I don't have to be at Sm- I don't. I, I don't need to be at SmackDown. I'll be there next week. I'm here with my family, and you see Maurice and the baby. All right then. And he says I'll make my SmackDown debut next week. But also, fuck all y'all. I'm not there because fuck Danny Bryan. And uh, yeah, still feels like this is what they're pushing towards. No, because let me tell you what happened. They had Daniel Bryan uh, having a promo because the opening of of uh, SmackDown was AJ Styles talking mad game, and then Rusev coming out and saying "fuck you, I'm Rusev, I'll fight you." And they had a match for like three seconds until Aiden English said, "Actually, no, I'm gonna beat you up." And then Daniel Bryan came out for the save and set up a tag team match for the main event. Whoa, I can't believe it. That was good, because Paige, in the, when she was backstage with Shane making the match, did a Teddy Long impersonation. It was pretty good. Sure. She did the Teddy dance. And then when she left, Shane did the Teddy dance, and then she came back, and it's like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Don't do that. And he was embarrassed. 
But they were interviewing Dan O'Brien later in the night about the about you know helping out AJ Styles, and then all of a sudden Dasha just stops and like looks behind Danny Bryan, and then the camera pans over and you see Big Cass. Oh wow, my favorite wrestler. Big Cass like is like looking straight ahead, going like as like like he can't see anything until <laughs> he puts his hand up and moves it down to touch Danny Bryan on the top of the head. And, then calls him, a, you know, like, oh, so you're the, the big deal I was talking about? Yeah, I'm not impressed, little guy. Oh, wow, what a jerk. I can't believe he would say such a fiendish thing. Well, he, he's so evil. He was. That's what he did. He beat up a little pipsqueak last time. Now he's doing it again. I guess, except this time it's not a piece of shit that he's doing it to. It's standing He Bryan. beat up a rapist who had what was coming to him last time. Yeah, now he's doing it to somebody who actually doesn't deserve it. And he's going to be a heel. And it's going to be great. So, in the main event... Big Cass is boring. No, it, it, this worked out. Big it, Cass was always boring. John, just let... He's not your problem anymore. Let me have him. I'll take care of Stop him. Stop justifying this boringness. We had the AJ Styles, Danny Bryan versus Rusev Day match. And after Danny Bryan hit the, the flying knee, Big Cass came out and beat the shit out of Danny Bryan. And while that was happening, Nakamura showed up out of nowhere and punched AJ Styles in the dick again. <laughs> uh, he keeps uppercutting him in the dick, and it's awesome. What a guy. Because the thing is that Nakamura makes these super fucking creepy faces when he does it, and it's awesome. What a guy. I put a gif in about last night over at ProWrestling.Cool. He does it, and then as he's slinking away, he has this like, super, like, insane look on his face and it's it's oh, it's so good. He'll knock him over so good. Not it's not cool. You shouldn't shouldn't do that. Well yeah Renee interviewed but him. But it's pretty the, cool. Renee interviewed him on the, the stage again. He's like what the fuck what the fuck you doing? Why why you keep punching him in the deck? You know what his response was? To go on. Sorry I don't speak English. Again? Yep. And I love that Tom Phillips is like, this is devastating. And then Graves is like, yeah, I know. Forgetting an entire language? <laughs> Real good. I, I very much like Kill Nakamura. I've, I'm going to give Heel Big Cass a chance. Because it's also it's it's something for Dan Bryan to do to keep him away from The Miz. Like, let's do it. I feel like it'll be good to have uh, Big Cass working with Bryan. It'll improve his mic skills and his in-ring skill. Why not? I guess I just worry about... I don't know. Like... I feel like the people that they put Daniel Bryan with so far are people that are pretty fucking safe and work pretty fucking safe. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, goddamn... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, like, they wouldn't keep fucking putting the boss's son against them if they weren't, like, not gonna kill the boss's son, even when they're doing, like, rough-looking shit like that fucking pop-up powerbomb. Mm -hmm. Uh, like, Styles, who literally fucking, like, saved James Ellsworth's fucking life in midair, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, fucking Rusev, who's, like, you know, works pretty fucking safe, too, seemingly. Big Cash so, like, hasn't, I, I, hasn't injured anybody. 
I guess. I, I just, I don't know. And, and, you know, at some point, you can't limit Daniel Bryan if you're going to make him a full-time guy. He has to fight, you know, new people. So, just have to have faith that Bryan's going to work a safe style. How can you have faith? It's Daniel Bryan. I believe it's SmackDown. Maybe I'm an idiot, but I believe it's SmackDown. It's not about believing in SmackDown. It's about knowing that Daniel Bryan is Daniel Bryan and is going to try and do some Daniel Bryan shit. Hmm? And no one's going to tell him no I mean, because he's Daniel Bryan. I mean, he doesn't do the dive to the outside anymore. Thank Christ for that. So. Like, that is the one thing. Is like, thankfully, he doesn't do the things that involves him throwing his head at you. Exactly. So, you know, he's he's working on it. You still want Daniel Bryan, though. Yeah, it's Daniel fucking Bryan. Exactly. So, John, do you want to hear about another new person that came in? Not really. Well, R-Truth showed up. And the way they introduced him was really great. Okay. You had the New Day doing the thing where they walk around backstage, you know, talking to people. And all of a sudden they stop and go, oh my god, the Immortal One is here. And they pan over, it's our truth. Sure. His new his new tagline is, he's the Immortal R-Truth. Because apparently he can't kill him. Since he's been in the company for, like, ever now. I guess that works. But yeah, he was super excited. You know, like, seeing the New Day and everything. And then... You see Ty Dillinger. He stares down R-Truth. And R-Truth stares down Ty Dillinger. And the New Day asks, like, do you guys know each other? And then they do, like, a really complicated high-five to each other. And it's awesome. And they're friends. Okay. And R-Truth is super excited that he gets to be with all his friends right here on Monday Night Raw. Sure. Yep. It's good. For a second there, I didn't know if he was actually transferred or not. I was like, is this just a joke or is he actually on SmackDown now? But then they confirmed online. Yeah, he's on SmackDown. It's just our truth being our truth. Yeah, well, we lost all our real comedy characters, so I'm fine with having another one. I'll take it. I like our truth. It's funny. Little Jimmy or die. So, did you see how Samoa Joe debuted? No. Uh, Sin Cara came out for a match, and then all of a sudden, Samoa Joe's music hit, and everyone's like, oh god, he's already dead. And Samoa Joe murdered him instantly. What a shock! I can't believe that the Sin Cara didn't win a match. And then he cut a weird promo, where he's like, I'm... This is the land of opportunity, more like the land of handouts. Fuck this show. I'm Samoa Joe. I'm going to take everything. I agree. Hell, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Intercontinental title, and then if Roman beats the Beast, I'm going to take the Universal title. I'm going to bring them both over here, because fuck them. Sure. Okay, it's Samoa Joe, Samoa I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to stop you, Samoa Joe. I'm into it. Let's go. Bring the red belt over to the blue show. Why not? You're not using it. 
literally your your champion never shows up. I don't dislike Samoa Joe. Yeah. And uh, Derp in the chat mentions an important thing. The only, oh? the only thing that matters is El Idolo. And that's true. Because it's very true. The I can't they, argue with this. The way they introduced him was a selfie promo with Zelina talking and then panning over and super smarmy smiling Andrade shows up and it's so good. They're gonna come. They're gonna make SmackDown Tranquilo, and it's gonna be the best. I'm excited to see what kind of matches he has. I'm hoping they're good ones. And the best part about him is that you know you keep hearing the talk about oh they need a uh, you know a big Latin star for that uh, demographic, and the solution usually let's bring uh, the alleged cocaine addicted Alberto El Patron. Slash Del Rio to the show, and that fails every time because he's allegedly addicted to drugs. Who would have guessed? Is he actually addicted? Allegedly addicted to drugs, uh, or is that just a thing that we say because we think it's funny? Because I we can't s- slander him because we don't know, but allegedly there's a good chance. Okay, I I didn't know if it was actually true or not. If it was just a thing that we said as a mean joke. No, I mean there's there's. You know, there's stories. I can't tell the difference between our stories and our and our dickhead jokes anymore. Okay, we we should probably get off this topic. But uh, Derp again brings up another good point in the chat that the important thing is that Zelina is with him because he that needs, is very important. He needs a mouthpiece. He does, and we need more valets in on the main roster. Come on, let's let's go. So that's good. They hate managers. I don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, Paul Heyman's the only one, but he never really shows up because Lesnar never shows up. And Lesnar only gets one because he's Lesnar and he can get away with it. True. Uh, last thing for SmackDown is uh, we had a melebration with Carmella coming out and celebrating that she won the title. By beating the person that beat Oscar Streak and Ric Flair's daughter, and it's a big Hooray. deal. And oh my god, this promo went on for too long. Like I wow, I can't believe that a Camarilla segment was too long and not very good. I I feel like they gave her like one sentence to describe what she had to say, and then they just never hit Charlotte's music, so she had to just keep going. And. I don't know. The highlights are, you know, what I said about beating Charlotte. She's going to miss Frankie, the name of her briefcase, but now she's going to name the belt Cleopatra. I I don't fucking know, dude. What? I I don't know. Thankfully, Charlotte eventually came out and said, yeah, that's fucked up, but guess what? I'm Ric Flair's daughter, so I understand being the dirtiest player in the game, so game, respect the game. Actual line she said, game respect the game. But now it's I game recognized keep... game, but okay, Charlotte. Or that's probably what she said. I'm paraphrasing. But No, I'm sure you got it right. Probably. But the point is, now she has to kick her ass because the only reason she won it because it was three on one because of the iconics. Which cued the iconics to come out and save the promo. 
And here's another uh, here's another comment from Derp in the Twitch chat. I legit enjoyed the fact she beat Charlotte, who beat the streak. I was also expecting it to happen at Mania, but the way they did it was even better, in my opinion. Hashtag iconic. Look at that, you put a hashtag in the comment. How about that? But yeah, the saving the fact that they saved it for the night after, or the, the you know SmackDown after Mania. Makes more sense. You don't want to debut somebody and have a screwy finish at WrestleMania when you already have weird stuff like a 10-year-old winning the tag belts. You know? Wanted to make the moment of her beating the streak more memorable, despite the fact that Asuka said that super corny line that Charlotte was ready. It's kind of lame. But... I think that the line was fine. And it was still corny. I think the part that made it corny was th- when she screamed congratulations at the end. Yeah. It was all weird. That was the part that, that was the part where it was like, what the fuck is actually happening? No. But that was the that that's the thing that probably made me the most mad about that finish. Yeah. And I'm still mad about that finish. But go on. Iconics came out and saved the segment by being Super weird on the microphone, as they always do. But being comfortable and being confident with what they're saying. And I respect that. Okay. They said, well, Charlotte, you said you wanted magic last week, and we gave it to you by making your belt magically disappear. Oh, no! And, you know, you just gotta deal it because we're iconic. And then they tried to attack Charlotte. And team up we on her. just set the iconic, we are the iconic. And then uh, Becky Lynch came out and made the save. Because they're still friends, and Becky didn't move over for some reason. So then we had a match between uh, Billy Kay and uh, Charlotte, which Charlotte obviously won. And Carmella disappeared because... Sure. Because later! Yep. She just like, I'm out of here, I got the belt, bye! Which is smart. Damn, yeah, it was good. I, I like the Iconics. They're filling in right... They're super weird still. And I'm into it. More Iconics, please. And that's all I got for SmackDown. Unless you have any questions about things that I may have glossed over. No. Good. So... Tell me about this other bad show that you have to watch. Oh, see, 205 Live, uh, now that WrestleMania's over, it's bad again. And by bad... Well, that was fast. By bad, I mean the matches are still good, but now they're not leading up to anything or, you know, shaking things up. Like, there was no Superstar Shake-Up stuff for this, so... Who can you shake up? I, I don't know... I mean, I guess there's one person you can shake up based on the weird fucking storyline thing they're doing. Who? I mean, you'll get to it. It's in it's in your notes. Oh, yes. But uh, I do have one important note to say before that is that uh, Mustafa Ali is still Glacier. Blood runs cold. Indeed. I'm waiting for him to say that. He still hasn't said it. They need to go all the way. I still like his laser hand thing, though, which is cool. But then he fought Ari Davari. 
Sure. And someone in, in the crowd yelled at the beginning of the match at at Davari saying, no one knows who you are. Which is wow. mean, because he's been here the whole time, but also fair. Harsh but fair. Mean, mean crowd. But yeah. Then Drake Maverick had a segment where he uh, mentioned about Buddy Murphy attacking and ruining the celebration last week, but going, but he still has done enough to earn a title opportunity, except for the thing that happened earlier today. And they show a clip of the weigh-in that they always do, and oopsies, he weighs 207.7. So he's disqualified. Best part was him saying, give me an hour and I can cut the weight, and Drake's just saying, no, fuck you. Alright. Straight up not letting him do the UFC thing of burning and you know, cutting down real fast. Say, nope, you'll, you'll have another opportunity to tie the weight in, but you're you're out as of right now. And Fucked up. Next week, they're going to have a gauntlet match to determine who's going to fight Mustafa Ali at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Which is... Wait. What? Who's going to fight Mustafa Ali? But not Mustafa It's Cedric Alexander. Okay, that's... I, I was confused. I See, I want the, Gla- I want the Glacier Man to, to be the champion. Because the Glacier Man should be champion. I mean, he'll, well... He'll, he'll probably win the... I don't know. He'll probably win the thing. He He's, will. You know. He will. It'll be his time soon. Like, that's the problem, is that, like... In a just world, Cedric would have been the champion sooner, and not, let's say... Redacted. Oh, he's also Rich Ron is also redacted, but I thought you were talking about the other guy. Less redacted. Rich Swan hasn't been charged. Was those charges were dropped against him? Mm -hmm. He was just like, yeah, I caused you guys embarrassment. I should just leave. Fair. Which you know what? Fair. Hmm? So yeah. I'm going to guess it's Mustafa Ali and Cedric again, because if you don't know, the WWE title match at the Greatest Royal Rumble is Nakamura and Styles again. Who could have seen that coming? I can't believe it. By the way, that show's next Friday? I know. While we're at going to be at our real-ass jobs. I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to watch it. I'm going to explain to them, like, listen, I, I need to watch this pay-per-view. It's important. Uh, also, uh, Derp has a comment about uh, the Rich Swan conversation. Yes, I know. He says that uh, Rich Swan is wrestling again. That's weird to him, considering he retired. I had not heard that he retired. I, I just heard that he had asked for his release. Yeah, he probably... And that WWE granted it to him, which... Of course they're going to grant it to him after that. And here's the thing about wrestlers. It's in their blood and they can't stop. Why do you think The Undertaker keeps wrestling? Yeah, I, I don't know anything about this, uh, his potential retirement, though. That's, I wonder, did he, I wonder, if, did he give a reason for why he was, would have said he was going to do that? Probably was just, like, real bummed out about the situation with WWE. And was like, well, you know, I fell off the mountaintop, so I'm done. Except, yo, I, I fucking love to wrestle, so I'm just keep wrestling. Yeah. See? That Derek Rose says that was the reason. He do- dropped out of V, canceled bookings, and then he showed up at CCW. 
Which was a really good match, though, but it's nuts. Yep. Wrestling wrestlers are crazy people. No one ever truly retires. Probably just wanted to lay low for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did, you know, let's be fair. Like, he did fuck up his dream job by fucking beating his wife. Yep. Welp. Wrestling. Don't be a dirtbag, people. Don't do that shit. It's true. It's your PSA for the week. Let's talk about NXT. Well, I wanted to mention one more thing that I didn't write down is that uh, despite 205 Live being bad, the, you know, the main event was real good. It was uh, Lucha House Party, which is everyone but uh, Kalisto against Tazawa and Atami in a Tornado Tag Match. And once again, they did okay. cool double team spots and stuff that were cool. You can still watch it. It's still a good match. Just wish it was in front of an actual crowd that cared. That That's it for 205 Live. We, we, we can talk about NXT now. NXT was in front of a crowd that cared. But yeah, that's, that's but the But I thing. didn't watch the main event. Do you know what happened? Because I ran out of time. No, but I'm going to venture a guess that probably Candice LeRae beat the shit out of Zelina Vega. I'll, I'll look it up while you talk. I'm going to. I feel pretty confident in that because only one of them is still on the show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's talk about other things that happened on this this week's NXT. Yeah, what happened? It began with them hyping up that main event by having Johnny wrestling cut a cool ass promo in the ring, and Candice was there, and the crowd was very hype on them. It was a really good promo. I like Johnny wrestling a lot. Of course you do. He's the best. You should not go to 205 Live ever. Please don't. He wants to be Aleister Black's first uh, challenger. Yeah, okay. I want this match. I'd watch that. I mean, hey, he's already got a pin on him. It's true. Think Was about he it. The first? Was he the first to get a pin on him? Yeah, he's the only person that has ever pinned Aleister Black. That true? Yeah. Uh, okay, I guess, yeah, because in the tag match, he didn't was in the fall. Okay, okay. That checks out. Nope, he wasn't in the fall, and his only, his only actual, like, pinfall loss other than that was to Neville when he was still Tommy End. Yes, at the UK tournament thing. Indeed. But other things happened in this week's NXT. Mm-hmm. Things that we can actually talk about. Because I actually watched them. Like Ricochet. I like Ricochet. I like Ricochet too. Oh, His entrance is really fucking cool. What, what they pull, they brought back the Ascension lasers. Oh, oh, he still does that? In, it wasn't just a takeover thing. That's cool. Good night. No, he's got the lasers. Awesome. He's got the lasers, he's got the smoke machine, just like standing there in the dark with his fucking hand up thing, and like the Paul pop on the lights and the fucking Titan Tron is great. His entrance is cool as shit. Hell yeah. I still don't really like his entrance theme, but they're leaning into the one and only thing, so okay. He is the one and only Ricochet. He is the one and only, it's true. Uh, yeah. He had a match against Fabian Eichner. Fabian Eichner's still really fucking good. Is he signed? Fabian Eichner? 
Yeah. I think so. Does he have a character yet? No. I mean, his, his character is I'm a good the job only working character. Does he just have a good jobber? Check it out. Yeah, basically. Still. I'm into it. Sure. He's still a really good fucking jobber. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's like we've talked about before. It's just, he is the exact same character as Oni Larkin, who's the exact same character as Danny Birch. Those two are a tag team, though. It's different. Yeah, but before they were a tag team, they were the exact same character. I'm bald and I'm good, but I lose all the time. Yeah, sure. They are bald and they are good. They're good at strong style punching. Fabian Eichner's trunks on the back say hashtag NXT LVL. LVL. I hate it. LVL. Uh oh. Next level. Uh, no, I, is, I get it. I, I figured it out quickly. I'm like, oh. He's, that's, that's his thing, is he's calling himself... I mean, okay, I guess he has a gimmick now, oh. because he's the next level. Fuck. That's what he calls himself. I hate it. I hate this. But I don't like Fabian Eichner anymore. He's, he's a heel, though. So, I think that makes sense for him. Because sure. it sucks. But I don't like it. I don't like it either. I I did like the the hype video they showed for uh EC three though. It was very good. Was he on a, hanging out on the rooftop? He was hanging out on that rooftop. Yeah, they're doing that again. It's so good. He's hanging out on that rooftop. Don't know if you know this, he is the top one percent. I've heard this about him. They also did a promo video for Kona Reeves, who is re-debuting. With a character? Yeah. What's his character? It seems like his character is that he's John Morrison. Wait, is he going to have the slow-mo entrance? I don't know if he's going to have the slow-mo entrance, but he's got, like, flowy, wavy hair, and he's talking about how he's, like, fucking amazing looking or whatever. Yeah, okay, I'm in. Let's go. I'm just saying, I looked at what he was wearing and the kind of shit, and it was just like, I feel like he's just Johnny Mundo, though. Yeah, okay. And the problem is what? What's the problem? The problem is I wish they would just sign Johnny Mundo. No, he's Johnny Impact. He made mistakes. I mean, technically, he's still also Johnny Mundo, because apparently he's in Season 4. Like I said, he's made mistakes. Well. 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 Speaking of mistakes, let's talk about War Raiders. Oh, what's what's the mistake with them? I think that WWE's gonna have to change their names. Why? Because... Fucking like, do you know what their names are, dude? No. What what are their names? Their names are I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I forgot one of them, but it's it's like Harmon and Roe. Yeah. They, it's so fucking confusing with Harper and Rowan. 
No, it's fine. Everything's fine. Put them on. Put keep them away from the Bludgeon Brothers. It's fine. I don't. I don't know about that. It's fine. Derp, Damn, Derp is not a fan. They had squash yeah. match. It was fine. Mm-hmm. They seem cool. I, I I want to see more of them. Their name is is strange and funny, but strange. I'm I'm sure they'll change them when they come to the main roster. Leave them alone. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Also, they had a uh, they had a backstage video with uh, Shayna Baszler busting into the women's locker room late to a meeting and fucking bullying everyone. As you do. Shane Baszler sucks. What? Why? I mean, not as in the sense of she sucks, and as much as in the sense of she's a bad person. Oh, yeah, it's her character. She's a piece of shit. It's great. Oh, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is this is fucking great. They've they've made me be pretty into her. I know. It's. I think she probably might win most improved when the year ends, unless someone else steps up. I could I could see it being her. What else happened on this NXT? Now let's talk about the last thing I watched. Okay, then I'll tell you about the main event. It was a fucking no disqualification match between Lars Sullivan and Killian Dane. I'm into it. I love those I love this shit. How- Jesus fucking Christ this match was awesome. Yeah did they did they use weapons? Yeah, fucking, like, Dane got his goddamn nose broken. What? For real? He was, he was bleeding a lot from his fucking face, dog. Oh, man. I, I'm not entirely sure he, how he got fucked up, but he got fucked up. What, what's, what's it, what is it with NXT and people getting their noses broken? I don't know. It's a mystery. Because remember that happened to yeah, Tommy they- and then Birch. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, they got thrown through tables and shit, and hitting each other with chairs. Uh-huh. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Who who won? Lars won. Oh. He hit Killing Dane with a freak accident onto two chairs. Fuck. Yeah. That's not cool. Did the chairs no. kind of, like, blow up? Uh, no, because they, the chairs were just folded up lying on the on the. Oh, no. I thought they were set up, and then he... Oh, okay. I was going to say, that no. fucked up. No, that would have been real bad. Like, don't, save that for a takeover. Don't do that on the TV. Come on. Yeah. I still don't I still don't want to be hit into a bunch of chairs, but... True. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Uh-huh. What a surprise. The guy that is still going to be on NXT won. Good. You You want to know... What happened in the main event? Wait, sure. Candice LeRae won. Can't believe it. Yeah. And uh, apparently, at the end, it ended with his... Oh, oh so this is interesting. Uh, Candice won by doing a, a flying head scissors into the Gargano escape. That's pretty cool. And then... Uh, the show ended with uh, both her and uh, Johnny doing the Gargano escape to the two other guys. 
As you do. It's good. That seems awesome. All right. I should go back and watch this. That's a television show that happened. It's true. And this is a podcast that we did. It's that is also true. We did do a podcast, and it looks like we're at the end of it. You know what that means, Owen? What does that mean? Does it mean you're going to do the outro and then screw it up? Why would I screw it up? I mean, I'm guessing I'm going to screw it up now because you told me to screw it up. Just, just do the outro. I'm already screwing it up because John, remember how the outro goes. Yourself. This has been Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website. You should go to the website. You should. We have a Patreon. It's true, we have Patreon. You can find it at patreon.com slash pwc. Uh, yes, and then for as low as a dollar, you can get the show notes for this and every episode of Heel Turn. Which, forget, the, the notes are getting weirder, and, I, and I'm kind of into it. Kind of into how weird the we notes are a- getting. We have a Twitch where we stream this fucker live every Wednesday around 9 p.m., 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, somewhere around there, you know, just to tune in. It's cool. We got it. Follow, we got you. Follow it. Put notifications on. You'll get a notification. You do that over at twitch.tv slash ozoneonline. Yes. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pwdotc. Follow us on Twitter at the heel turn And... I don't what's that mixer again? Mixer. Mixer.com slash the under, the ozone? No underscores. Just I I landed the ozone. Right. That's that that's that's the thing you did. Mixer's pretty cool. I'm into it. We had someone in the chat. It was good. It's new and hopefully we'll get more people checking it out. You have options now. You can do Twitch or Mixer. We do it both live. Hooray for options. We'll have to figure out to talk to Microsoft, see if we can give like swag and stuff to the mixer people. I don't know how that works. I assume that's a thing. John, where can they find more stuff? Find me on Twitter and Instagram and at my house playing Drop Mix. No, don't give your address on the podcast. That's happened Why? once. What could possibly happen? That's not a terrible idea. That's totally never happened John, on this episode, on this show before. John, totally happened. not while we were streaming live once. John, it totally happened, and we're not I'm doing aware. it again. <laughs> hey, I didn't live there, so it was fine by me. John, where, where can they find you? Where, where do I live now? I no, mean, I thought we no, were supposed John, to no, do that. No. no. The, the the Twitter and the Instagram. What is it? Find me on Venmo. I am John GM. No, do not give this man <laughs> money outside the Patreon. What's <laughs> not even my Venmo? I don't. I don't believe you. It's and I not. Don't, and it's I don't, actually not. Don't give the real one, John. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Just the Patreon. The Patreon actually goes toward helping us make wrestling content. John's gonna buy alcohol on his Venmo. I don't trust him. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You're gonna buy other drugs, please. You're, you're gonna buy. At least do me that dignity. You're gonna buy drop mix cards. To be to be fair. Yeah, that's actually what I'm gonna buy with them. If I'm being honest. No, just just, just, just Patreon.com/slash PWC to actually 
help us make wrestling content. But you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. I I'm, I tweet. It's probably also his Venmo. It's, I don't have Venmo. Don't <laughs> don't give me money outside the Patreon, please. <laughs> John, you're you're a bad influence. This is bad. You can't be doing this. We have to be honest and good to the people and make good wrestling content at prowrestling.cool. He just doesn't want to deal with the taxes. It's fine. That, no, there's... We'll talk about it off the air. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a whole thing. Don't worry about it. Also, you, you sh- speaking of wrestling content, you need to start writing about Raw again. Can Raw start being good? Dude, the shakeup happened. No way. It's not happening. So well, then we'll see. Then, so we'll be back next week, next Wednesday, with another exciting episode of Heel Turn. And the thing is, it's going to include our predictions for the greatest Royal Rumble. Oh my god. I still can't believe they're doing this. It's going to be a thing. So, until then. I don't have a joke involving greatest and Royal Rumbles. I, I thought I had could come up with something. I thought you were going to start singing the greatest by uh, Sia, but okay. I don't know that song. Up, we're out. Bye, guys. I think I'm fine. Y'all come back now you're here. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.